Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Hello, welcome back to part two. Um, more wonderful chats and advice from Cody Rigsby. What more could you dream of? So we asked people their ideal first date. So Cody's mm-hmm. is having sex immediately. Not, uh, not always. No, 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 joking. no, 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 no. Joking. But it can, it can be. It can be. Kyrie says a pint in a quiet, cozy pub with a fireplace. Okay, that's lovely. Hera. Wants long walk on a beach in autumn. These are a romantic bunch. These are yeah. This is very romantic. This is very romantic. This this doesn't a uh, uh, walk on the beach in autumn does not feel like a first date to me. But also, you've got to wait nine months maybe because it might not be autumn. Oh, you yeah, know what I mean? Like autumn. you yeah, need to just. Yeah. Uh, I was like, wow, she's already knocked up. Wow, God, I didn't know. <laughs> she's oh, uh, yeah, yeah. The baby might be the problem. Walking the dogs together. I don't. I don't like dog. I don't like dogs. So that you don't sounds like, like a, dogs. I I'm fine with dogs, but like, I I don't want to walk a dog on a date. Okay. So <laughs> Craig wants. But a for of two things. people that have a dog, that might be a great first date. Oh right. So they both have a dog. They meet up. That's lovely. Yeah. Uh, Mr. Morse has an early morning run. Um. I. I got asked like, on a run once. Don't I don't like getting up early, but that's fine. Um, I think a run is good. I think a run is good, but like you're not going to get to really know anybody on a on a run because you're going to mm-hmm. be running unless it's very <laughs> casual, and then you also get to see if that person's aligned in alignment with like your fitness goals. It feels like it feels like something to do. So apparently, there's this thing that like if you go through something with someone like bungee oh, jumping yeah, yeah you are like 80 percent more likely to be attracted to them so i want to do a dating app where you have to like meet someone and then you have to go and do something wild together wouldn't that be great and then you might have more chemistries because you've got something to talk about yeah and then you would agree upon like if jumping out of a plane was the only i i would never get on that that date because i'm not ne- i'm never going to jump out of a plane like that's a no for me nor would i bungee jump either me neither it's I'm, I'm that no need. serves me no need. It's just like, why do I need the risk of disaster in my life? So we did ask people. So Cody, you've got some red flags: cigarettes and yeah. not tipping, not tipping twenty percent. Now, now that I don't know if that rule applies necessarily in the UK because I think you guys tip like maybe ten percent, sometimes not at all. Twelve and a half, really. Okay, but, but also like, but tipping full stop. You know, it's 
I completely agree. Did you ever, have you ever worked a service industry job, like at a yes. cafe or, or waited tables? Loads, yeah. So can you, can you answer this question for me as an American who visits the UK quite frequently? Um, if I tip more, like if I say your standard is 10 and I'm yeah. out here tipping 20, 25, you're not going to be yeah. offended, right? You're going to be like, wow, no. I made some more money, right? No, no, no. People love it. People love that That's Americans tip. That's what like I thought. A, so often people will say, oh, Americans come here and they tip amazingly so they that's love great it. i think there's been this uh preconceived notion from americans that like if you tip more in countries that they don't tip they think it's um disrespectful because yes. you're like oh this person doesn't make a lot of money and so i'm gonna throw money at them as like yeah. some sort of charity yeah and i'm like no people want like i want more money like who cares yeah, it's also, it's kind of interesting because I I feel like the only places I ever worked, I never got the tips. It was like, okay. there isn't the system here in the same way. That's like in the US, I feel like everybody gets the tips, right? And whereas here, like, I'll often, I, often I'll ask here, I'll be like, do you guys get this if I do it mm. on the card or do you want cash? Because then you'll get it mm. or whatever. And anyone b being a dick to customer service people is your other red flag. I yeah, yeah, that's on. that's not cute. No, 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 no. You have manners and treat people with kindness. Absolutely. So other red flags from the listeners. If they talk badly of all their exes, what do you think? Yeah, I agree. You shouldn't be talking. You definitely shouldn't be talking about an ex on the first date. And I, no. honestly, you should be I having like sex. You should be having sex. <laughs> um, and then during sex, you should talk about your ex. Um <laughs> So I actually don't think that you should be talking about an ex yeah. like to a partner until you're like well into a relationship. Like, I don't think yeah. you should be talking about exes at all, was, like at all. Inevitably, like <laughs> you've not with them. So it wasn't great. You know what I mean? So what is the, what are you yeah. hoping for? Okay. So what do you think about long waits for replies to text as a red flag? Um, I'm a little bit on the fence on this one because I think that we've become a little too custom to instant gratification and having everything that we like want right now. Mm. And sometimes I think we need to realize that there's other people who aren't constantly on their phones and maybe they've created a personal boundary for themselves that they're off devices at 8 p.m. and then they don't get back on them until 10 a.m. So, you know, I think we need to understand that and respect those boundaries. But on the other flip side of that, there are a ton of people who like play, I don't want to say play games, but like, I think mm -hmm. like when you're texting someone and they're interested, they're going to text back and volley with you. That's just a clear sign. And then if, if that communication like slows down for a little bit, there's nothing wrong with that. That's just like, they're not available at that time to like chat. But, also, but if, it's, if it's like days, then you're playing yourself. Like it doesn't take someone two days to answer a text message, you know? Yeah, I will say, and I'm not saying this is what you're saying, Louis, who's written this in, but one has to be careful in a dating scenario to not very quickly put onto that person you're texting yeah. all your desires and needs of a relationship. Yeah. It's like that person is, they have their own full life. And if they're not yeah. replying, it's probably because they're doing And you're just that. getting introduced to it. Like you're just getting introduced to it. Yeah, exactly. Anyone who's not in bed by 10.30 p.m. is a red flag. Well, you don't like getting up early. So is that but helpful I, but for I you still, here? But I, I'm, in, I'm in bed like by 11. 11, okay. No, I mean, 
I don't know if that's a red flag. That's just a that's just a lifestyle difference. People with NPD. I need someone. What's NPD? I don't know. I was hoping. Oh, you <laughs> oh I was. I was still stuck on the on the the going to bed. I, I sorry, think that sorry. we could re we could reframe that. Like someone who as someone who's thirty six and needs his sleep, I also would be looking for someone who prioritizes sleep. But mm. I don't need a specific time because everyone has a lifestyle difference. What's your ideal hours of sleep per night? Uh, at least eight. I've gotten into getting into bed at nine thirty. Oh my god! And, and what time do you get up? Seven. But I oh, just, that's a lot of sleep. But I don't sleep. I just get into bed and I like read or I watch oh, wow. TV or I'm just there. I love it. Okay, yeah, I'm usually in bed by ten, asleep by like probably probably eleven thirty to twelve, and then I'm up by anywhere from seven to eight. But I love sleeping. I love yeah. it. It's um, it's underrated. Did we get NPD? Did, what, did NPD is NPD? narcissistic personality disorder. Yeah, that's a red flag. That's like a fucking like. <laughs> That is like, that is the that's flag. like something someone needs a therapist for. So yes, that's a red flag. Also, but the problem with narcissist, people with narcissistic personality disorder is they will never see therapists because they are not of interested course. in introspection. But I, I do feel like people throw around narcissists a little bit too much without yes. actually knowing what it is. Hmm. Do you know what I'm saying? How would you define it? Because yes, I mean, I feel like in dating it comes up so much. It comes up so much, so much that even one time, I, like when I was going through a breakup, I had asked my therapist, like, am I a narcissist? She was like, no. And people use this term way too much. Well, are we talking like clinically or are we talking about like in the dating world? I think we have to do the dating one. Yeah, yeah clinically yeah. it's like, we're not, otherwise... we're not psychologists. I don't, are you? Did I, did I get that wrong? We are now. We are. Now. Okay. <laughs> well, I think if it's if everything is is centered around themselves and they are not bringing the date into the scenario or asking them about their lives or what their needs are, what those the, the, then that's probably someone who's a narcissist. I think also yeah. someone that if you're in a longer if you've been dating them for a long time, someone who a won't admit that when they're wrong, someone yeah. who uh doesn't take feedback and reflect on that or think that they have any space to grow or change definitely mm. is it would would point in that direction wouldn't you agree it, yeah and i think also the thing to say about narcissism which why i think people talk about it all the time is because we all have narcissistic tendencies within yeah. us yeah so but the difference between people who aren't narcissists and people who are is narcissists cannot understand or introspect uh that side of themselves yes and there's so many people are going to write in and tell me i'm wrong so i'm giving you of course everyone a really bad version of this but it's like they basically people say that narcissists have so much shame that they have to try and you know control people and in some ways yes. try and make themselves better but it is an important thing in dating that if someone isn't you know, making it a two-way street in any way, you do have to call it out, and you have and you have to be aware of it. You know, because uh, like you know, I, as as we all have been on, went on many bum dates with mm. people who were not um, not interested in someone else. They're actually only interested in themselves, and it's good to be able to spot those things, right? Absolutely, but it kind of takes more than a first date to to spot those things. It does. It really does. Can we talk about breakups? Okay. 
You have one very strong piece of advice. Um, do not stay friends in the acute uh, part of the breakup, nor do I believe in staying friends in the sh- short term post breakup. Right. I, I think that in the acute, absolutely not. You have to go kind of like no contact, uh, you know. In a breakup, I feel like you should have a moment, you should say your piece, you should process it in a way, and then you should respectfully say, like, this relationship is over, I need some time to process, you don't need to call me, I don't need to call you, let's just take a break for, you know, at least X amount of time. Um, so I think there's that. Mm. And then I I think we're all different in how we process breakups. Mm. But I think it, f- from my experience, it takes a lot of time to get to a place where you're actually over that person have done the work that you need to do to evolve and be a better version of yourself and uh, healthier. And then in a good place where you can actually uh, only see this person as a friend. So I I think it's, it just takes a lot of time and it's different for everybody, but I couldn't, I couldn't see the possibility of being a a friend with an ex, like until at least a year out. And maybe that's just a time. I mean, the, my ex Mateus, who I had a bad breakup with, I feel like we have just become like friendly and friends probably the past two, three years. And it's mm. that was like six or seven years ago. You know, we mm. had a lot of growing to do. So that's that's my take. Yeah. And you said a lovely piece of advice, which is no matter what, always say hi if you see them. <laughs> yes. Always I say hi. That. Don't be a bitch. You can talk <laughs> about them to your friends behind your back. You can, you know do that but i'll always say hello yeah that's lovely advice now um we're asking people best ways to get over a breakup mm. craig said hook up well that's yeah, not gonna help craig it's not gonna help it's gonna it's gonna feel nice in the moment and sometimes uh, directly after it, you're gonna cry and break down and feel like trash so i you know <laughs> oh, just I thought, know that i know that craig... what you're getting into know what you're getting into <laughs> i thought craig was talking about hooking up with the person they just broke up with you it's hook up with a stranger right 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 yeah 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 hook up with a stranger definitely don't hook up with the with the ex no no because then it, it may backwards. or may not happen, but no, don't do it. It's a it's a mistake. It's gonna it, it may or may not happen. So brace for impact, but don't. I, I'm t- <laughs> I'm trying to tell you right now, don't do it. But we, we are all stupid people, and we do not take advice. <laughs> yes, amen. Um, celebrate the good, acknowledge the bad. Says Bookman. Polish nerd says holiday. Yes, where you can go be a slut because no one knows who you are. So why not? Is your house on Airbnb? Maybe people can, can rent it. Can do a slutty little week on. There you go. There you go. <laughs> um, PMC says music, especially songs about getting over breakups, upbeat and empowering. I'm going to point you yes. all in the direction of Robin. Um, yes. Any other good uh, songs for you that you would recommend as those heartbreak floor fillers? I mean, Little Mix does have a song called Heartbreak Anthem. So you like Little Mix, okay. Oh, I'm obsessed. I love Little Mix. I was I was so mad that I wasn't able to get to go to the farewell tour. Oh, I did a video for them, actually. Oh, you did? Which one? They didn't use it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's that. Okay, could, there uh, you go. They obviously watched it and went, no, we don't like this. So that was, okay. that was beautiful. Well, that's okay. The check's still cleared, I'm assuming. You still got paid. For the purposes of this podcast, I can say, yes, I was paid. Because <laughs> I really don't remember. Corey says, a new affirming haircut or shopping for a new outfit. 
Oh. Okay. I love I love the new affirming haircut. Yeah. <laughs> Not all haircuts are affirming, but you know, we'll try I've our had best. Some really unaffirming ones. Um, exactly. Um I, <laughs> I agree though, especially as a gay man, I always say this, and this is you know, folklore within the community. We are at our strongest right after a haircut. Yes, I love that. I love that. I have some questions for you, if you have Come. a minute. I do. Okay. This is Homo sapiens agony uncle. I told a guy how I feel, and now he's acting like we don't know each other. Do I confront him? What do you think? I wish I had some more detail, but um no. Oh my god, don't make a fool of don't make a fool of yourself twice. If you you came if you tried to tell them that you like them and now they're avoiding you, they obviously do not feel the same, babe. So it's it's time to call it quits on that. You know, I wish I had a little bit more detail. Like, was it a friend? Was it a coworker? Like, do you have to be in a similar space with them? But uh, they're obviously not interested. And uh, why keep chasing after that if they don't want to be with you? Yes. And but also, what's that saying? When someone shows you their true self the first time, trust yeah. them or whatever. If if that person's acting like you don't know each other, like that's a dick move. Like, yeah, on. that is, that, yeah. I mean, so, but is this like someone he met at a coffee shop? <laughs> you know, or is this like a la- is this like his neighbor or his coworker? I need a little bit more context. Like, yes. let's not paint. Let's not paint the the person that well, did I'm not furious. want it as a villain here. Okay, we don't know all the details. Yeah, you say, no, do confront I confront him? him? Confront is a big word. So that, yeah. and I think. You know, if they're not that into you, they'll make that clear. It's super, super simple, actually. And you're a great person. You can go yeah. find someone who is going to be nice to you. Absolutely. As my sister's friend Miranda says, don't take the crumbs. Never. Never. I'm too, I'm too big of a person and too hungry to eat crumbs ever. <laughs> I need a full meal and then some. Yeah. And next one. I've been with my partner for four years. And our sex life has dwindled. How do I reignite the spark? That's a good question. And I think that that is an appropriate amount of time where a relationship is going to shift. You know, you're out of that honeymoon phase. Uh, You might live with each other. You might not. But things start to get a little bit more habitual because you're, you know, you're just in your, you're in your routine. Um, So I would say... Don't overthink it that it is changing. That mm. being said, um, there might be some things that have happened in the past four years that you haven't talked about, or maybe mm-hmm. you haven't even gotten to a place where you're openly communicating about these problems yet. So I think it's a good place to start talking about them mm. and um, putting in a request for more intimacy, for more sex and, you know, diving into what your partner needs to maybe feel sexy or desire sex more, or also mm-hmm. getting get curious as to what blocks in their personal life might be impeding them from wanting sex right now. And maybe it has nothing to do with you and be ready for that conversation or to mm. like comfort them, not confront them. Sorry. Mm. Did that make so sense? Good at, yeah, it really did. Did You're so good at this. Are you good at Thank having you. Those, <laughs> Thank you. Are you good at having those kind of chats? I am. I'm, I, I, I'm pretty good at it, but I also think you have to meet your partner where your partner is and mm-hmm. where, and so even if, I'm good with them. Some people aren't. So you have to, 
you have to meet them where they are. And I hate uh, conversations in general, especially around sex, especially in mature, more mature relationships are just going to be awkward and cumbersome. And you have to just accept that and get through it. And then I think once you start having more and more conversations, the easier, I think the easier it gets and you understand each other more and more. Totally. We do not talk about this, this stuff. You have to talk about it. It's not easy, but it makes things better in the long run. That's what I yeah, feel. Yeah, absolutely. Um, final question, Cody. Oh. How, this is someone's written this in, this isn't for me. How do I improve my grinder profile? How do we oh zhuzh it up to sell, 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 sell? Okay, well, if you have any picture, nobody wants to see a picture of you and your girlfriend. Nobody wants to see a picture of you and your mates. So find a fucking solo picture, okay? I don't want to, I don't want to do, I don't want to look at your pictures and see like, uh, which one am I talking to, okay? Because maybe your friend is hotter and that's why I'm interested, okay? And that's, yeah. that's fair. Yeah. So find some good solo pictures. If you're taking a picture, make sure you find good lighting. All right, mm. good lighting. Um, and, and knowing you of the opinion that it's sell, sell, sell. So it's like, it's a topless pick. I want body or is it more? Well, it depends on what you're selling. If you don't have body to sell, then I don't know if you should be selling body. <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? And that's okay. Yeah. That's okay. Mm -hmm. Sell what you can sell. If it's, a, if you got a cute face, then sell the face. Yeah. If you don't have a cute face, but you have a banging body, sell the body. Yeah. Okay. And if when... you've got a big dick and that's all you're working with, then you better you better get a good picture of that wang, baby, and <laughs> just know that from uh, get from below and start from the balls up. Okay, you know, get a good get a good angle. Sell what you can sell. If the ass is nice, then get a good picture of your ass. Like, yeah, sell, sell, sell. But not everyone's selling everything, and that's okay. This is great. And what's your opinion on how old can these photos be? What's your max? Oh, that a year. A, a year. year. Okay. So that amazing picture of you on holiday from three years ago, not allowed. No. Do you know how much we change in a year? Like, no. It's terrible. <laughs> not. I don't need the picture of you on holiday when you weren't like, not eating for five months before like no like come on i need what's going to be turning up at that coffee shop right now if we're, if we're going for coffee or the beach for the walk whatever, whatever whatever we're showing up for i want to know what it looks like right now and <laughs> um and you should be verifying like you should be you should be asking for a, a, an instagram well you you should you can ask for an instagram link depends oh okay so you're a big fan of that well but then yeah yeah and then would you then go on to someone someone's instagram and then see all the other people that follow them that you know and start asking questions because that's what i would do oh no 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 don't, don't let's not bring every let's not bring everybody in this equation okay like i'm just trying to get my dick wet all right we don't need to, we don't need to, we don't need interrogations here get in touch people stay connected at homo sapiens on instagram uh, Homo Sapiens Podcast on TikTok, man. Um, we're on Facebook. You can find it. Hello at Homo Sapiens Podcast on email. Ad-free listening. If you want to listen to Homo Sapiens without the ads, you can. Uh, just go inside your Apple Podcast app, go to our Homo Sapiens page, and the option to describe, to subscribe for to Homo Sapiens Plus for £1.49 is there. There's also a seven-day free trial. 
so you can try before you buy. And while you're there, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast on Apple so you never miss an episode. And it helps other people discover us, as they say. All I'm going to say is this has been beautiful. Uh, All right, everybody. Um, Bye for now. Powered by Spirit Studios.